Well, welcome comrades. It is Saturday. Uh, fuck. 25th. April 25th. Yeah. You know, in the midst of the chaos that is now our lives, or the lockdown, whatever you're fucking going through, and I don't know. I think I'm just going to go off the beaten path like I sometimes do and, you know, talk about shit that's totally irrelevant and doesn't mean shit. So, um, you know, <laughs> now, uh, my, my mother is, uh, yeah, I'm fucking rubbing my eyes already cause it's, and I know you're not supposed to do that, but whatever, they're so fucking sanitized, the skin's coming off. Um, so my mother, uh. And I love my mom, like, but, you know, me as the Gen Xer I am, and her as the boomer she is, apparently she doesn't like being called boomer, um, but you're a fucking boomer, um, so, uh, anyway, love ya, but, so I'm FaceTiming her or whatever, uh, one day during the week, and, wow, uh, now, I mean, she's a senior on a fixed income, has been for quite some time, and anyway, uh, she's like, always like, I'm on a fixed income, and blah, 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 and, you know, and then, you know, cram, you know, Working, I'm in an average of probably 15 to 20 homes a week, and you know, you know, take as many precautions as you can. But it's fucking Russian roulette out there. Let's be honest. Like, you know, nothing's 100% in life, right? So, anyway, as we're FaceTiming, and you know, here, you know, you know, I have obligations, child support, and all that stuff, and you know, I don't care. Like, I mean, I, I, I do. The, I do take care of my responsibilities and, you know, that's just the way my life is, but, and I make a decent living, I'm by no means fucking wealthy or <laughs> not even fucking relatively close, like, I think I've got a hundred and, or two hundred and twelve dollars left in my fucking bank account, actually, but, um, you know, it's not so much that, like, uh, the, you know, uh, it's just hard for me to have... This great deal of sympathy, uh, you know, where I'm living on Chile and you know what I mean? Like I, I live on the, you know, the basics, you know, beer, beef, bacon, you know, or whatever I can get my fucking hands on now. Right. Um, cause you know, really from one week to the next one day to the next, you just, you, you know, you don't know what you're going to get. Right. Like I try to shop once every 10 days. Right. So uh, you know, avoid the grocery stores, you know, much as possible and just get what I need for those 10 days. But, uh, you know, anyway, so, you know, you know, got to be selective with, with what you're buying and, you know, well, and just prices, right? Like they're fluctuating day and night. Like, I mean, a shortage in fucking anything, you know, proteins, fucking well, I hardly eat any fucking vegetables, so I don't have to worry about that, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, when I make a stew, it's usually I buy stewing beef, 
and you know throw her in the fucking crock pot with some potatoes and some carrots or whatever and you know just let her buck right and my uh my mom is so fortunate that as a fucking senior she can use a strip line for stew beef um i'm my mouth fucking dropped now uh for those of you that are vegetarians out there and or i mean i'm sure you've consumed meat at some point in your lifetime and you became disgusted and became a vegetarian well for us steak lovers and which is a fucking treat now because it's so fucking expensive um i think $25 per ribeye is not a fucking deal in my world um I guess if it's your last supper, you know, you go all out. But um, I'm hoping it's not my mom's last supper because to use a strip loin for stew beef uh, blows my mind. Now, when I talk to cooks, cooks are like, oh, no, that's, you know, it'll just get tougher, actually. um, Because it doesn't have the fat content and the marbling and whatever. And not, not that I'm like this extraordinary chef. But, you know, you know, you kind of stick to what you know and what works, right? And, you know, season to taste, right? That's always key. So, you know, I always like to kick things up a notch, throw in some hot sauce, you know, a little uh, spice things up a little, right? Lots of flavor. I, I, you got to have flavor. Thank goodness for immigrants. Thank you for spices. Jesus. Um, you know, as a son of an immigrant, like, you know, you know, the people of like, my mom's from Trinidad, right? So, originally, and, uh, yeah, fuck, is the food ever fucking tasty there? Shit. And, uh, yeah. But a strip loin? No, that's a grilling steak. And it's a fucking sacrilege. Stop it. Don't do that anymore. You're insulting people. Like, that's the kind of shit that starts revolutions. Um, so, yeah, that's just my take. Uh, you know, Again, I love my mom, but really, like, uh, uh, to me, uh, I just was talking to her, and it, I, I was just stunned. It's just like, fuck, I would kill for a fucking strip loin that I can marinate, season, and, you know, some Montreal steak spice and throw on the fucking barbecue and just give her, right? Like, and just devour that motherfucker, right? Nice fucking rare steak. Oh. Man, oh man. But we only got one grocery store in our town, and, you know, I don't feel like running to the next town over where we have... Fucking Walmart meat blows shit anyway, but uh, they say it's Canadian or Alberta beef, but I'm not entirely sure. But, uh, I don't know, I've gotten meat there, and it just wasn't right. Um, Chicken's chicken, but... For some reason, the beef just didn't work out with me. I had a couple bad experiences with beef there, and it's just like, can't do it. You know, chicken and pork, yeah. But um, anyway, so, yeah, you know, kudos to my mom. You have now reached new heights in using strip line for fucking stew meat. Uh, uh, I'll just stick to my ground beef, chili, whatever, and... Uh, yeah, just dream of what it's like to eat a steak one day again. Um, 
because they're outrageously expensive here. Uh, and I'm not fucking running to Costco or Superstore an hour away just to grab a fucking steak. It's just not worth it in my mind. So, anyway, and mom, like, you know, do something about your diet. Pooping twice a week is not good. Um, you know, I get shit for pooping twice a day, and it's like, well, I eat two to three times a day i'm pretty sure you should shit two to three times a day but anyway whatever that's just me um anyway yeah anyone else out there uh you know and this is the brown bolshevik sorry i you know missed the intro i guess uh well if you're logging on you know who you're listening to so anyway uh but you know the pandemic hornies yes the pandemic hornies we're all gonna get them well those, those of you that are fucking married and been with the same person for years and years, well, you know, that shit just fucking dies, right? Like, you want to kill a sex life, get married, I guess. But from what I hear, anyway. Um, but yeah, the pandemic hornies, they're out there. You know, you can sense it. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of creepy. You start looking at people like, you know, I'm, you know, women that I normally wouldn't find remotely uh or i wouldn't be attracted to i guess i'm finding attractive and that's fucking scary it's like you know you've all heard of the beer goggles right like you know your night starts out you know you got a couple in yeah she's okay or you know i mean she's nice but you know you know i wouldn't plant my root in her and then you know you're just like after six seven beers it's just like you know you know, you're looking and it's like, eh, and then, you know, after about, you know, when you're hitting about, you know, 10, 11 beers and, you know, unlo- you know, provided you don't got whiskey dick or whatever, um, then, uh, you know, you know, she's fucking Farrah Fawcett, right? Like, uh, Farrah Fawcett, why did I fucking use that? Well, Farrah Fawcett was hot, don't get me wrong, back in the day, right? Like, uh, I don't know who's even... I don't follow uh, a whole lot of, uh, you know, I mean, I guess who's famous and hot these days, uh, fucking Trump's wife, I guess, I don't know, uh, anyway, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I just follow, like, there's a lot of hot chicks on porn, but it's just, uh, you know, you don't really care what their fucking names are, I guess, right, I mean, you might see the same one three or four times, and it's just like, ah, time to move on, right? Um, but, yeah, it's funny. Also, I, and I'll have to, like, okay, uh, I'll have to download, I still have it. There's, there's a video, and if you've seen it, it is fucking incredible. It will blow your mind. Uh, but you'll have to, you know, if you guys are listening, DM me and I'll see if I can't get it to you. and Or look it up. Try and look it up. And it's like, basically, there's this girl. And she's got, like, these two horns in her pussy. Yes. Like, these two little, like, they're like, they look like those, you know, the bicycle horns. And it's like the Jaws music. And it's like, da 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 And it's like this big dildo. But you just see the dildo or whatever. And it's like, and like, you know, she's got her legs up or whatever, and these two horns sticking out of her pussy. Like, you know, like bicycle horns, right? Beep, beep. And, uh, (laughs) 
This, uh, well, I mean, I'm assuming it was a guy, but it could have been a chick. I, I, whatever. It doesn't matter anymore, does it, really? And he shoves a dildo in her ass, and the horns start honking, right? And it was like, you got to look it up. Like, if not, I, I'll, I've i got it somewhere on my phone, and, you know, if you DM me at uh, Bolshevik Brown, uh, I'll see if I can't forward it to you. Um, feel free. Uh, I, 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 I... I would really love to get more uh, personal messages, which is fantastic. And, you know, we can all shoot the shit. But, uh, yeah. But, you know, and it just kind of brought back memories of, like, you know, when I was 17 and, you know, went into my first strip club. And, you know, you know there was always that one CD strip club, like, growing up in Calgary, which was Misty's and... You know, they would, uh, well, there's one, I can't remember a name for the life of me, you know, I mean, after a while, strip clubs got boring, right? But, you know, when you're a young male, it's fucking exciting, right? And, um, I don't know, there's this, uh, this, uh, stripper, and she would shoot ping pong balls out of her pussy, and... And I, I know some people are going to find this offensive, but, like, look, she did it. Like, I didn't make her do it. Like, this was her shtick, right? Like, this was her game. This is how she made money. And, hey, you know what? Like, you got to do what you got to do, right? So, um, you know, not everyone's cut out to be a fucking accountant or, uh, you know, secretary, whatever, right? Like, you know, some people, their great skill is, like, doing, you know, tricks with their ass and their pussy, I guess. I don't know. Like, anyway, so she would shoot ping pong balls out of her pussy. And I remember guys trying to catch it in their beer mugs and then drink their fucking beer. Now, I never got that privilege, unfortunately. And I think a bunch of those guys ended up coming down with syphilis or something else. But anyway, you know, yeah, apparently you can get syphilis in your mouth. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, don't catch ping pong, ping pong balls. In your beer beer mug coming out of a pussy, I guess. Uh, you never know what you can catch, right? You gotta play it safe, I guess. So back in the day, though, I mean, what the fuck? We were all risk takers, right? So, you know, shit. I still smoke, and maybe that's the cure. Um, anyway, yeah, and like, oh, and then uh, I lived and worked in this small town, Brooks, and it was just like, so one of the local bars, the Zoo, would. Uh, have uh once a week strippers come in and like so like you know when you have like places like diamonds or uh, uh what was that fucking fancy place in downtown calgary anyway you know you got your fancy strip clubs right you're you know they're a little classier you know the suits and ties go in there and then you got the zoo in brooks uh oh the french maid that's it yeah the french maid in calgary right and uh anyway those are the fancy ones right Diamonds, French made, even Mustangs was a fucking step up from this place in Brooks. But Brooks, like uh, at the zoo in Brooks, they would um, have, what do you call it? Oh. Like strippers come in, like, but they were like your B circuit, right? Like, these weren't your uh, top notch. 
top-notch, um, you know, look, like, these girls, they weren't going to be performing at the French Maid or Diamonds. Like, it, it was just a given. I mean, you know, the pros got posters of themselves, and they come and, you know, they'll sign it for you and all that stuff. And, and uh, you know, I never was one for, you know, the whole flicking of loonies or whatever. I, I know in America you guys put dollar bills in their g-strings or whatever see up here they you know they get it's full frontal it's all on right it's game on right so but uh no like you know you know flicking loonies it just seemed i don't know classless i would just throw a five dollar bill on the on the on the deck there and uh you know when i was sitting on perv row and you know whatever right and get my poster and whatever uh, the fucking antics right but hey shit you know you know it was entertainment i guess when you're younger and you know kind of a red-blooded male and that's what you're into and then um yeah so you know i remember we'd go check out the show at the zoo in brooks once a week and uh the uh it was just different right because this place wasn't set up to have strippers. Uh, the the fucking DJ sucked. You ever, you know, when you go to a strip club, you know, they all... Isn't it weird all DJs kind of sound the same on a microphone? You know, like, here's Cinnabons, or you know what I mean? Like, or, you know, or Pussy Galore, right? Oh, speaking of Pussy Galore, rest in peace. Uh, I don't remember what your real name is, but, you know, you know, I just remember that James Bond movie and a character named Pussy Galore is fucking amazing. Like, I mean, you know, only James Bond. Anyway, uh, but getting back to, you know, the zoo and Brooks. So, you know, the girl would, uh, you know, put the, sh- you know, do her show or whatever. And then, you know, whatever, for five bucks, you know, she'd have a Polaroid. <laughs> and I know there's a generation of you out there, like, what the fuck's a Polaroid camera? But, you know, Five, ten bucks, you get a couple Polaroid shots of her and with her, whatever, right? And then she'd sit down and have a drink with you after, right? And tell you, tell her, uh, I remember this one stripper, and, you know, as time winds down, I don't want to babble on here, but I was like, well, you know, you can't be a stripper forever, right? You're not going to be sliding up and down that pole, you know, into your 50s. Uh, and if you do, you're an incredibly, uh, <laughs> you know, you have pulled off an amazing feat, um, not to say there isn't some sexy 50-year-old women out there. There's some fucking hot women, you know, well, 30s and beyond, right? But, you know, let's be honest. Like, you know, you know, kind of once you pass 30, like, those titties are your man's titties. And, you know, as Chris Rock would say, you know, you know, 20-year-old titty, community titty, right? So, anyway, um, yeah, but so I'd ask her, uh, well... You know, you can't do this forever. And I go, well, what's your plans? Like, you know, like, you know, you know, just join the regular workforce and, you know, slug it out like the rest of us. Or, and, cause you gotta remember, she's on the fucking B circuit of the strip club here. Like, I mean, it's the fucking zoo in Brooks. Like, you're not making loads of money, right? So, anyway, uh, yeah, she's like, nah, I'll just marry Rich. And I was like, well, good for you. And I am out of the running. And, yeah, I lost that race. But, uh, and speaking of one more strip club story, so when I worked in Jasper, 
we used to have this party with one of our suppliers. We used to throw on this fucking great shindig every uh, every year. They'd come to town, you know, pay for all the booze. We'd have poker games, you know. You know, they'd have a big ski thing. Or, you know, they'd go skiing up at Marmot Basin and all this shit. And so, I don't know. They, this one company I was talking to, you know, so... Like one of the guys, because some of the other plumbers from Edmonton would come to this. And this one company, plumbing company, they put uh, GPS trackers in all their uh, service fleet. And, you know, and for us, like we always kind of check in where we are job wise during the day, and, you know, because then, you know, you're kind of scheduled or emergencies come in. And so, anyway, uh, all these, uh, there's this, in Edmonton, there's this one strip club called Diamonds, and, uh, all the boys on a Friday decided, hey, you know, at two o'clock, we'll all meet up at Diamonds or whatever, right? Not knowing that there was fucking GPS tracking in every vehicle, and the boss phones one of them and says, hey, where are you? And, uh, the guy would be like, oh, I'm on a job. I'm on that job or whatever, right? You know, he finished early, and they'd all try and finish early and go to meet up at the strippers at the same time. And then, as it turns out, um, every one of their service vans were at Diamonds. So, yeah, you know, you kind of can't, you can't, you know, that's worker solidarity for you. You got to love it, right? Every one of them did it. Every single one. That is solidarity. And you know what? They can't fire you all. So, and you can't fire one. So, you know what? I think somehow in all this, I came to a conclusion like, yeah, it comes down to worker solidarity amidst all the, uh, you know, porn talk and my mom using strip loin for fucking stew beef. But anyway, peace out, motherfuckers. Uh, Love you to bits. And, uh, you know, please keep listening and... Yo, I'm on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public. Uh, Stuggle Alex, where are you these days? 420 Mercy, Maine. Love you, baby. Uh, uh, Caroline Cowley, I don't know what happened. Uh, I think you've been blocked or shut down, but we'll, we'll get back to you. Um, Cowgirl Bebop. Yeah, my little onion-eating little babushka. You're a fucking babe. Uh, Psychic Dolphin. Uh, sex confetti is short stack fuck uh speechless bean fucking thank you you're like my you're my best audience um capital vol 420 shinobi kenobi political anal fist you know you guys all fucking kill it man and uh black you know blackhammer.org uh exoplasm uh at exoplasm yeah you you know I, i try to follow as many of you as i can and uh you know it's just, you know, Cloud Grifters, yeah, like, oh yeah, I gotta throw that in there and, uh, uh, Backdoor Hinge, uh, fucking, you guys are dynamite, and, uh, you know what, yeah, just more Saturday Night Ramblings, I guess, just shit that was fucking coming out of my fucking stupid skull, so, anyway, peace, and, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying, uh, I'm gonna crush this Miller, I'm actually on a call, I probably shouldn't be drinking, but... What's one beer doesn't hurt, right? Fuck. It's not like I'm smoking a big fat fat cannon too with it. So, um, but I'm gonna keep it 
keep it chill, keep it real, and uh, uh, hopefully you stay alive. Um, <laughs> stay off the fucking ventilator, right? So, um, but you know what? Even without this, every day is a fucking risk because you never know. Maybe a fucking meteor comes out of the sky and fucking takes you out, right? Stranger things have happened. On the flip side, 